A sense of deja vu if you're a Hamilton Tiger Cats fan listening to the game tonight, watching the game tonight, at the game tonight. <laughs> Unbelievable. What is with Rene Paradis and the Calgary Stampeders on these last second game winning field goals against the Hamilton Tiger Cats for the eighth game in a row? Count them eight. The Ticats have lost to the Stamps. 12 of their last 13. The Ticats have lost to the Stamps. Three of their last four. The Ticats have lost at Tim Hortons Field. Ouch. We're going to get to a bunch of statistics tonight that will, we hope, paint a picture of the effectiveness or a lack thereof of one Jeff Matthews, who at times looked okay, at other times not so much. If you're a Tiger Cats fan, you are gritting your teeth after this ball game. Coming off the bye week, Ottawa winning last night, and now tied with the Tiger Cats for first in the CFL's East Division, both with eight wins, both with 16 points, Toronto just two behind, Montreal not out of the picture quite yet. Man, oh man. So Rene Paradis on a 36-yard field goal, his fifth of the night, gives the Calgary Stampeders a 23-20 victory over the Tiger Cats after Hamilton had taken the lead with just under seven minutes to play in this football game. We'll open up the phone lines at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. You can also tweet as well at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. My two questions tonight, how do you rate Jeff Matthews' first CFL start? And should the Ticats still be the favorites to win the East? You can chew on that. We'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night when we are done with the show. Also, collect your votes for player of the game. Here is the scoring summary. And on a windy day, on a horrendously windy day at Tim Hortons Field, I thought the scoreline would be Something to this effect. Low scoring, tight knit, both teams taking advantage of the wind at their back. So it went something like this. Brandon Banks, about three minutes into the ball game, returning his fourth punt for a touchdown, an 82-yarder. Made it 7-0 Hamilton. The ensuing a kickoff by Justin Medlock was kneeled in the end zone for a kickoff single, 8-0 Ticats. They took a 10-0 lead when Rob Maver conceded to safety with just under four minutes to play in the first quarter. Instead of punting into that fierce wind, the safety gave Hamilton a 10 to nothing lead. Ticats stretched it to 13 to nothing when Medlock hit a 57-yard field goal, wind-aided. 13 nothing after one quarter of play. So the Ticats scoring 13 points with the wind at their back. Second quarter, well, it was all Calgary. Rene Paradis, 34 seconds into the second period, had drilled a 51-yard field goal to cut Hamilton's lead down to 13-3. Paradis then converted a single, if you will, a rouge, when he missed a 52-yard field goal. He was wide left on that boot. Jeff Matthews was picked off by Brandon McDonald. However, the Stamps could not turn that into any points. Eric Rogers fumbled, the CFL's leading receiver for the Stamps. Cats recovered. But Hamilton gave it right back on the next play when Michael Ford fumbled. Running back playing in place of Ray Holly, who's now on the practice roster. Ford fumbling when Terrell Singfield, as he was going down, accidentally kicked the ball out of Ford's hands. Stamps get it back, but they can score, so they punt. Brandon Banks then fumbles at the Hamilton 15-yard line. Stamps recover. They'll convert that into six points when Bo Levi-Mitchell... Throws an eight-yard touchdown to Marquay McDaniel. It's 13-10 for the Tiger Cats. An ensuing two-point conversion attempt 
failed by Calgary. Paradis makes it a two-point game with a kickoff single. After that touchdown, it's 13-11. And on the last play of the first half, Paradis boots a 36-yard field goal. The second of the night, it's 14-13, going to the locker room in favor of Calgary. Third quarter, no scoring. The Cats could not put any points on the board with the wind at their back in the third. They had their chances, but Jeff Matthews fumbles at the Calgary 18. Stamps get the ball. Justin Medlock has a 40-yard field goal go wide right. So Calgary escapes the third quarter, leading 14-13. to Fourth quarter arrives. Paradis has a 40-yard field goal blocked by Brian Hall. But then when the Stamps get the ball back, Paradis nails a 29-yarder, making it 17-13 Calgary. Michael Ford with a great run downfield, a 58-yard scamper to the Calgary 1, sets up a one-yard touchdown run by Jeff Matthews. But the Stamps come right back. With 48 seconds to go, Paradis boots his fourth field goal of the night, a 46-yarder, to tie the game at 20. Cats get the ball back, can't move it. In fact, they almost go backwards. Justin Medlock with a 10-yard punt, a net yards of two, two net yards on that punt. Stamps take advantage. John Cornish runs for about 10 yards or so, and Paradis boots a game-winning 36-yard field goal with no time to go. His fifth trifecta of the night. Calgary wins it 23-20. to Do you have any nails left? Do you have any hair left? What an aggravating loss for the Tiger Cats tonight. All right, lines are open. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin, and use the CHML app. If you got it, if you don't, get it in the iTunes Store or in the App Store or uh, Google Play. Uh, email from Randy. Hi, Rick. As a fan, I am fed up with these penalties. The conservative calls for Hamilton's offense when playing Calgary are suspicious. Are these scripted? How can these coaching and penalties keep happening? And Matthews was not effective. No scoring between first and fourth quarter. Unacceptable. My player of the game is Brian Hall. Austin has some answers that he needs to give. Brian Hall is a great selection for player of the game. Who's your player of the game? Lines are open. Let's take your calls. Let's talk a little Ticats football after this 23-20 agonizing loss to the Calgary Stampeders. Darcy is on the line. Good evening, Darcy. I think we have to bring Darcy up on the phone line here. Hello, Darcy. Hello, Rick. Hey, go ahead. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, obviously. Um, I, I think your two questions were, is Hamilton still the... the still the favorites to win the East, and what, is he, what did you think of Jeff Matthews' first start? Uh, well, first off, with Matthews, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to... You know, the guy's only been in, what, a, a game and a half, really, but, uh, on well, if you have to be truthful, I don't like what I see, but um, the, the weather... You know, it's football. You can't blame the weather, but... Uh, if that's the best we got out of them, then uh, I think we're in trouble for the next uh, how many games we got left? Five games, I believe. Yep. And uh, it just goes to show uh, what type of quarterback we have with Caleros out. Uh, for instance, the, the game before and tonight, if we had any type of offense, we we, we would have won both games. But um, you know, like the defense can't do everything, obviously. But uh, with Justin's punt there at the end, that didn't help us either. But I'm not blaming Justin for us losing tonight. That didn't help matters anyway, but um, it's just, uh, I'm just curious, what was our time of possession on offense? Do you know that? Uh, I can find that out. I'm still trying to get to the stats page after <laughs> running into the studio here. And you know what? After the first half, I believe it was uh, Stamps with 19 minutes in that first half, uh, and the Ticats had been trailing pretty much all game long, but I'm just uh, bringing it up here. and I, I think it was pretty darn close at the end of the football game, yeah, I just get, I just basically getting at how long the defense was on the, has been on the field for the last, uh, yeah. for this whole game and the last of the other game. Obviously, you know the defense, 
going to wear down. But um, Yeah, the, the stat I'm looking at now, and I don't think it's complete because the numbers don't add up, but it's saying Calgary had the ball for almost 32 minutes to Hamilton's 22 minutes. So Yeah, well, that's a big difference. Yeah. Minutes. And Calgary obviously has, has a running game with Cornish, which obviously helps them. But uh, I think believe the other question, what you said, the East, I think the East is, uh, is wide open now. It's, it's going to be uh, anybody's uh, Ottawa, Toronto, or us. I don't know about Montreal, but uh, I, it's kind of ironic that uh, the last two games of the season are against Ottawa. Yeah. Who would have thought that those could come down to the East? Uh, Henry Henry Burris, the wily old vet, is, uh, <laughs> that guy's playing amazing. Like, he was um, unbelievable last night. Hey, Darcy, who's your uh, player of the game? Uh, my player of the game, uh, it's hard to pick one. I'd, I'd have to go with Banks for the touchdown. Yep. That's basically, uh, that guy's a human highlight reel. But um, uh, I'm a tight cap fan, but if there's anyone I'd like to see do good in the East, it would be Ottawa because I used to live in Ottawa and it's a, it's a beautiful park up there. And mm-hmm. anybody other than the Argos, <laughs> <laughs> I hear your but, point. But uh, Ottawa, it's, it's a good, it's a happy story. But uh, you know, I'm happy for Henry. And uh, but you know, like I said, uh, it's going to be a tough fight. If, if we don't have any offense, we're in big, 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 big trouble. I agree. Thanks for the call, Darcy. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. You can email Rick at nine hundred chml dot com on Twitter as well. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. You can tweet me at Rick Samprin or the station Twitter account at am nine hundred chml. Jen writes on Twitter at Rick Samprin. Matthews didn't look great. I felt the offense wasn't clicking well. Don't believe they are still favorites. Hashtag fifth quarter she also writes a defense held them in the game for sure player of the game for me is hall now brian hall had a stellar game tonight at the blocked field goal nearly had an interception he was a force in the middle all game long brian hall is a good choice for player of the game he's leading the pack right now well there's two there's two individuals hall and banks hall with two votes sean is on the fifth quarter sean good evening uh hey rick how you doing i'm okay you uh, not bad. It's it's another tough loss. You know, it's it just feels like that old saying. You know, uh, defeat snatched from the jaws of victory these yeah. past few weeks. Um, you know what? With Matthews, I think we need to be patient with him. I under I understand everybody's frustrated, and the coaching staff is, is saying he's accurate and he's intelligent. But I think he needs to be brought along slowly to build up his confidence. It just it just seems like when he's in the pocket, he needs a boost of confidence somehow. And uh, I, I think having the weapons around him is great. And I trust Kent and uh, Tommy to uh, put all our weapons in the best position to have Jeff succeed. I think it's just going to take maybe another couple weeks. So you, you think you, on her side. Yeah, so you think Matthews has what it takes to be a successful CFL quarterback? I do. I I think he can I think he can lead us to to the Great Cup. I'm so confident in in this team. I, I really am. I, I think we just need to be patient with them. I know time's not on our side, but we just need to give them time. We've got five games, three against the East, two against the West. The game next week against Saskatchewan is not going to be easy. They're playing for a lot of pride right now. But I think if we beat Montreal and if we beat Ottawa twice, I think we can grab the East. We would own the tiebreaker against Ottawa. We would own it against Toronto. And we wouldn't own it against Montreal, but I think we would have more victories if we won three of the next five. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. How confident are you that they're going to beat Ottawa twice at the end of the year? Uh, not well. Not confident right now. The way Ottawa. <laughs> no, not after seeing this game and the way Ottawa played. No. No, but I, I think uh, I think if we win that first one and then the second one's up for grabs, I think it's it's anyone's it's anyone's bet at that point. Hmm, we'll see. And, who's your Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I'd have to go with uh, with Mr. Hall. He played uh, excellent. He was good stuff. Thanks for the call, Sean. Thanks a lot, Rick. Have a good one. 905-645-3221, star 9900. On your cell, you can email Rick at 900chml.com on the CHML app and uh, tweet us at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Aaron uh, with a couple of tweets. Sorry, state of affairs as usual. It's the same old story with the Ticats. Will they ever exceed or be second best? 
Also, Catherine, apparently not a fan of Darcy. Who the hell is Darcy? Can we get a profile on his appearance every game? Ellie calls in. Hey, he's a fan. Can't blame him for that. Another tweet coming in from Jake Matthews. Well, he uh, he doesn't... uh, He cuts right to the chase. Jake says Matthews is garbage. Hopefully they don't put him in again. I don't get what Austin sees in him. Harsh or accurate? What do you think about Jake's comments? Basically, my question tonight, how do you rate Jeff Matthews' first CFL start? Did you see enough tonight that you say, eh, I can I can see something there. We can work with that. Ty Cats can score some points offensively. And after watching tonight's game, should the Ty Cats still be the favorites to win the East Division? They're now tied for top spot in the East with Ottawa. Should they still be considered the favorites? Going into tonight's game, I thought, you know, Hamilton for this game and the rest of the season, they're going to have to win at least two-thirds of the football game on defense and on special teams. They played good defensively. Their special teams was, well, you know, special in the first half with Medlock hitting that long field goal. Brandon Banks with a punt return touchdown. But in the second half, didn't get the job done. Horrible punt at the end of the ball game. Missing a field goal by Justin Medlock. They did have the block field goal. So, yeah, there's some good things there, but uh, some things that this Ticats team definitely has to work on and did not work out for them tonight. Alex is on the line. Good evening, Alex. How are you? Go ahead. Uh, unfortunately, another bunch of mistakes by Coach Austin. The, that punt got, the punt got uh, sculled because they should have called a timeout, reset, and had lots of time to make the punt. Mm-hmm. That's the third game that Austin's cost us by mismanaging the end of the game. Yeah, but I believe they burned their timeout earlier, did they not? Yeah, they did. The Cats had a timeout left. And Austin did the same thing in Calgary when they threw the ball on second and six. He did the same thing by not calling the timeout in the Montreal game. When Montreal kicked the game-winning field goal, we lost 20 more seconds there. Austin's game management skills are atrocious. He's got to get somebody there to help him out to make the right decisions. And that was all because we rushed. We tried to use up as much clock as we could. Should have called a timeout with 19 seconds gone on the play clock. Reset, kick the ball, everything would have been fine. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, yeah, that defender, uh, Hall, he had a good game. He was solid. He certainly did. Alex, thanks for the call. Yep. Alex is fired up, as I'm assuming most Ticats fans are. He's pointing to the clock management fiasco at the end. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I think if you punt the ball effectively in that situation, Calgary has to travel that much further in what, what was left, you know, 20 some odd seconds, 30 some odd seconds, not even. I think they had, I think they got the ball with about 29 seconds to go. And in that instance, you got to tip your cap to Calgary's offense for taking advantage of that opportunity. Uh, Thomas on Twitter, at Rick Samprin writes, they couldn't hold on to Matthews' passes in the first quarter. The guy has a hard throw. Yeah, at this level, you should be able to catch whatever speed the throw is. Also tweet from uh, Manny, brutal play calling, run the ball with the wind. A running back calls to before the clock hit zero. Brutal CFL refs let Matthews throw or don't play him. Well, let's check out Mr. Matthews' stats. Jeff Matthews was 15 of 22 tonight for 155 yards and an interception. He ran the ball four times for nine yards, including that one-yard touchdown run. So how would you rate Jeff Matthews' first CFL start in the Canadian Football League? And should the Ticats still be the favorites to win the East? Still collecting your player of the game votes? We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well, but we're up against our first break. If you're on the line, hold on. Rob, Jeff, Frank, we will get to you, all our tweets and emailers as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. 
Rex Amprin here. It is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. 23-20 the final in favor of the Calgary Stampeders on a last-second game-winning field goal again by Rene Paradis. We saw it in week one. We see it again here in week 15. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone if you want to get in on the action tonight uh, to express your views on tonight's game. Let us know how you think Jeff Matthews did in his first CFL start. How would you rate it? And uh, are the Cats still favorites to win the East after what you've seen this week, a couple of weeks ago against Edmonton? And how about this crazy stat? After winning their first, what was it, 10 or 11 games when you count the playoffs in the preseason at Tim Hortons Field, the Tiger Cats have now lost three of their last four at Tim Hortons Field. Ouch. Email from Ed. Hi, Rick. Matthew showed character. He can grow and get better. The defense played very well, and Coach Austin and staff are very good strategists and develop good uh, plays. We lost more due to bad luck than being outplayed by the Stamps. Stamps were lucky. The big story this game is that the Ticats are a team which has character. This team will claw and kick their way to the Grey Cup. This is a complete team from coaching staff to players with character. They see they face adversity and keep playing. They lost against the best team in the league, all the while having many key players out with injuries. They lost in the last seconds by a field goal. This means this team is stronger than first peers, and they will fight their way to the Grey Cup. At least that is how I see it. And the Ticats defense are outstanding. Player of the game, um, I guess his player of the game is the Ticats defense. Uh, go Ticats, go. All the best, Ed. So he's chalking this one up to a little bit of bad luck and some good luck for the Stampeders. I'm not sure if I buy that. And I know the Ticats have a rash of injuries. I'm going to be the first in line to say injuries, especially to the guys that are on the shelf, affect any football team. But every team has injuries, and I know the team doesn't use it as an excuse. So maybe we should drop the whole injury thing. I, I, I know it's a factor, but I mean... It is what it is. The guys are not playing because they're hurt. The guys on the roster are paid to play a football game. And they're on the roster for a reason, because they're good enough to make the team. may not be good enough as the injured guy, but again, using it as an excuse each and every week, it's kind of getting old, I guess is what I'm saying. Still a factor. I guess I'm just tired of hearing it. Frank's on the line. Frank, good evening. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the fifth quarter. I agree with you, sir. On? I agree with you. The injuries has got to stop. Yeah. And we'll get these players back. And, you know, as for Matthews, I'm not too entirely impressed, but he was was okay. Yeah. You know, he carried the offense, but it was the defense that carried that game. I hear you. Hey, who's your player of the game, Frank? Um, I would have to say, uh, jeez. I can't say the whole defense. The whole that? defense. That's two votes for but the I'd whole like defense. Say, like, like everybody's talking Grey Cup, Grey Cup all year. Yeah. And I've called you before, and um, I told you about Calgary. Calgary is a good team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're solid, but we can beat them, and we will. We almost beat them two weeks in a row. Thanks for the call, Frank. we got to run here. Rob is on the line. Rob, how are you? Hey, Rick. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, so so one, I, I'm going to move on to Matthews because that's what I really called for. Yeah. You made a comment earlier about the, the management of the clocks a couple callers earlier. I, I, I'm a little disturbed with that because it wasn't good clock management. Like, if, if anybody knows the rules in the CFL, the Cats did have a timeout in the second half left there. Yeah. And they know that under three minutes, a time count's going to put them to third down. So that's just horrible, horrible, horrible uh, time management on that side. So I am putting that on the coaching staff mm-hmm. um, on that side. But but I am calling about Matthews. So food for thought. You know, I, I'm sitting there watching the game today, and he's a young kid. I, I see a lot of upside in him and all that stuff. But you know, we got something special. You only see defenses like this come by so many times, and this is a special defense. I personally, I don't know where Regina sits right now, but I think if they probably lose this weekend, um, they're done, or their next game, they're done. I, I would reach, pick the phone up, and I'd call out and see if Kevin Glenn's available. I, I really would. I know Coach uh, Austin talks about this defense, or offense being complicated. If it's complicated, I think we're seeing Matthews uh, struggle with it right now. And I'd bring a veteran in because I don't think you need a quarterback to win. You just need a quarterback not to lose. 
and I think that's what we're seeing right now. So you didn't you didn't see enough from Matthews that um, they shouldn't have lost this ball game because they you know they lost in a last second field goal. Yeah, no, you're you're right, Rick. But if you just see his body language, right? Like it, I see at one point in time when he fumbles the ball, he comes off. He's sitting on the bench. We sit uh, in 105, so we watch the bench quite frequently. He sits down. Tasker's coming over. It's almost trying to like a raw raw pick him up. Uh, you know, we roll out on that first play at the end there, and and he takes two yards and slides. I'm thinking fumble as he's rolling out, and that's a horrible thought, right? When my quarterback's rolling out, I shouldn't be thinking, oh my god, don't fumble again. And that's what I'm thinking at that point in time. So, uh, unfortunately, like I said, I'd let him grow over time. And if we weren't a team of uh, a, a destiny defense, I'll call it, I wouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think you've got to seize the moment um, with the defense that you have there. And uh, and I would bring a veteran in. I really would. You still think Kevin Glenn can lead a team to a great cup? Well, here's, here's, here's my point, right? I, I think Kevin is mature enough, like I said, not to lose rather than needing to win. Um, and I don't think he's horrible, right? And, and you got to look around and see what you, what you can get, right? There, there's not a lot out there right now on a bunch of these teams. You know, I know that, uh, um, you know, veteran quarterbacks are hard to come by, and your only team that's going to give them up is someone who, who stinks, right? I'd love to have Tate come from Calgary, but they're not going give to give him up, right, because he's not playing either. But the reality is they're probably paying him a chunk of change to be uh, holding field goals. But they know they're not going to give him to Hamilton just in case you run into him in the in the great cup. cup. Yeah. So, so they're not going to do that. So I I would I would definitely make a move at uh, at this point in time just to say hey let's seize the moment and you wouldn't have to give up anything to get him right Rick. So what, what the hell right? Yeah, I hear you. That's the way I put it. So who's your uh, player of the game? You know what? That's a tough one. You know, you're asking the other callers and. You know, I, I'm a I'm a Simone fan, right? Like I just watch that guy. You know, the the you know I know everybody's a Speedy B fan, and they're all screaming. But as soon as he fumbled that ball, he kind of neglected the, the the run back got uh, crossed out with the touchdown that uh, Calgary ended up getting back on his fumble. And I watched Simone right on that play, and he got rocked. I mean, he dropped like a rock. Yeah. And I actually thought he was hurt pretty bad, but that guy gets up like a warrior, and he's back out there fighting and battling, right? So. I'm a Simone fan, so I'm going to give it to him. All right, good choice. He's always uh, he's always uh, come to play at five tackles. Tonight. He's a gamer. Yeah, he's a leader for sure. Hey, thanks for the call. Okay, nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM nine hundred CHML. Lots of reaction to tonight's ball game. A twenty three twenty victory for the Calgary Stampeders on a last second field goal again by Rene Paradis. This guy is unbelievable. Five field goals for Paradis tonight. Waterboy on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, Kevin Glenn, that is all. We don't have time to wait for number 15. So Waterboy echoing the comments that Rob just made. Wes writes, I hate Calgary, player of the game, Michael Ford. Ford had a nice run. He was okay running inside, a little more physical running back than we've seen uh, well, I guess probably since C.J. Gable left uh, with his uh, injury. Um, but Ford, obviously, you know, at the end of the night, when you look at his statistics, they aren't amazing. You know, nine carries, 48 yards, four catches, 67 yards. But given a few more opportunities, it'd be interesting to see what he could accomplish. Uh, Aaron on Twitter, don't think coaching staff let Matthews play his game. Let him throw. Player of the game, Speedy Banks, 100 so some votes coming in for Speedy B again, but Brian Hall still leads the pack with four votes. Up against another break, Tim, Dave, Bill, Steve, stay on the line. We will get to you. You're listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin back here. It is the fifth quarter on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. 23-20 the final in favor of the Stampeders over the Tiger Cats tonight on a windy and chilly evening at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, the Cats... With uh, 16 points on the season, tied with Ottawa, also with 16 points. Toronto is two points back. Montreal, six points off the pace in terms of challenging for the East Division lead. Not sure that the Owls can get there, but uh, certainly Ottawa is right there and uh, Toronto within striking distance. Declan on Twitter, at Rick Zamper, no chance for the East as long as Austin keeps rolling with the backup. Character will not win us. The Grey Cup, interesting comment. 
Yeezy's disciple <laughs> tweets in, great handle. Uh, we got two. Uh, we got to see what he can do without the weather factor. I really think trading for Glenn is our best shot. The TSN panel agrees as well. Hmm. I'm not sure if Kevin Glenn is the answer. Good quarterback this point of the year. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure if he could grab the offense and run with it. He might. He's a veteran guy. He has seen offenses left, right, and center. Email from Allen. Hey there, Rick. It's Allen from Whitby. This has been a weird game with lots of fumbles. I thought Jeff Matthews did okay and is still learning. Uh, the one throw to Giovanni Aprile was right on the money, but he couldn't catch it. The fumble near the 18-yard line by Matthews hurt us too. We also had a field goal that went wide. Win was a huge factor. Had those things worked in our favor, we would have won. Both teams have fumbled a lot, and I think uh, what we did was affected overall considering it's only his first game. Matthews was 15 of 23, and I thought he played average. He will only get better, Rick. People are jumping on Matthews, but honestly, I'm not overly worried. This will build his confidence playing Saskatchewan next week. Saskatchewan and Winnipeg are the ones we most likely win. Uh, Michael Ford needs to be used a lot to get uh, second and five situations which helps Matthews. Gable is a guy I want back big time with Ford back there. Uh, P.S. Brian Hall was a fan of the game, or I guess player of the game, he means to say, hands down. Another vote for Brian Hall. He leads the voting for our player of the game with five votes. We'll name our player of the game and our fifth quarter fan of the night when all is said and done in and around 1130. Right, let's head back to the phones here. And uh, waiting for a while, we appreciate that, is Tim. Good evening, Tim. How are you? Good evening, Eric. How are you? Good. Thanks for holding on. Good. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we spoke a couple weeks back, and I had said uh, before the Claris injury that uh, the Calgary, not to pass Edmonton, but Calgary-Hamilton was possibly a great cup uh, preview. Um, I am starting to worry a little bit a bit about that matchup. Um, I don't know that Matthews is the guy. Um, I know a lot of your callers have called in and have talked about Kevin Glenn. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more than a caller that, than you had uh, before the break. I think his name was Rob, and he had talked about Glenn, but also Tate. Like, Drew Tate is out there. I know Calgary probably doesn't want to give him up, but this is our year to to lose the Great Cup. Like, I, I, th- I truly think we have the best team in there, and it would be a shame to not see us go to the Great Cup and have a shot to win. The defense has played spectacular. Special teams, like you said, had a great first half. An, an all right second half. We did have some bad luck in there. But I, I think we need to make the move, and I think Coach Austin needs to make the move right now to get somebody at quarterback who can get this team and get this city the championship that it deserves. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight? Uh, defense, Brian Hall for getting the crowd fired up. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for the call, Tim. All right, thanks for having me. All right, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. Dave is on the line. Hello, Dave. Hi, Rick. Well, we gave him the game again. Yeah. Okay, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, Hall definitely. There's no no question about it. Okay. Um, it's hard to get a read on the quarterback. I mean, the conditions were so bad um, tonight that, uh, you get, I mean, I know he made mistakes, but um, I'd, uh, either, either bringing Clevin Glenn might be an idea. I'm not opposed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get they're playing Saskatchewan next week, if the weather's good, maybe we'll get a better read on this guy. He'll have another week under his belt. Um, it's just a bad situation to be in at this time of year. You know, um, we're just going to hope for the best. Sounds good. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Bye bye. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell. You can email Rick at nine hundred chml. Dot com On Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. You can also uh, send us a note on the CHML app. Here's a text coming in. Uh, I don't have a name, but I do have a number, and I don't really want to give it out. But uh, this individual writes, I think Matthews played a good game tonight. He made one mental error that gave Calgary the chance to get the ball. The entire team played well. Our defense was awesome once again. Medlock was great under the conditions. We have plenty of football left. Now is the time to rally behind our team. Hall is my vote for player of the game. So it looks like Brian Hall is going to be the guy. Anthony writes, did you get your Lotto Max tonight? Anthony, I did not. Anthony also writes, this ain't the first time you've been bang on, my friend. Yes, reluctantly earlier tonight, in an email I sent to Anthony at 6.54 p.m., I said Calgary 23, Hamilton 20. Ah, did I jinx it or what? 
Stephen from Penticton, B.C. Hello, Stephen. Thanks for the email. He writes, Darn, darn, darn. Now that I have chewed off all my fingernails, sometimes teams are lucky. And uh, with this win, Calgary got lucky. Hats off to our defense. Played for almost 35 minutes. Big cheer to Brian Hall, player of the game. I really don't think the play calling for this game was the correct one. Very, very passive. Too passive. Too many running plays. Yeah, that's right. Too many. Unleash this young Matthews. Let him throw as a cannon for an arm. Great show, Rick. Many thanks, Stephen from Penticton. So another vote for Brian. And um, I think he's bang on there. I think Stephen's bang on with the too passive of an offense. And I'm not surprised with that. With a a rookie quarterback making his first CFL start, you want to give him the opportunity to succeed. And I think the Ticats did an adequate job in that regard to give him some quick throws, uh, some stuff underneath, some screen passes. They ran the ball uh, with Sinkfield and Banks and, of course, Ford. Uh, They mixed it up a little, trying to throw Calgary's defense uh, off a bit. But uh, at the end of the night, apart from that long bomb to Aprile, who should have caught that, um, you know, Matthews was really not challenging Calgary's defense. Brad's on the phone. Brad, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Go ahead. Hey, Mr. Zamper, how are you this evening? I'm okay. Yourself? Uh, I'm a little disappointed, but uh, I I still feel good about Matthews. I got to agree with a, a few of the emails you've been getting that, you know, compare if you compare him to what happened uh, when he got thrown into the game with Edmonton, uh, he's made a, a huge improvement. Uh, he, you know, he, there were some times there where he seemed a little bit, but uh, you know, he didn't do too bad. I mean, the weather was a huge factor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I think I have to agree with that last email there that you know they that it was a very passive uh, choice of plays. Um, you know, they, you know when they, at least when they had the win. They should have just let him rifle it off, you know. Yeah, uh, they they did right. nothing in the third quarter. Sorry, they did absolutely nothing in the third quarter. Yeah, well, that's you know that's it. You know, uh, too many running plays. Um, you know, you it's you know if you keep passing, you know, handing the ball off to the same guy all the time, uh, they're going to read that eventually. Um, but yeah, they need to uh, they need to let him throw that ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, he just. Uh, they didn't give him a chance to, to stretch his legs and, and see what he could really do. Right. Uh, I, again, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's just the weather was the weather. And, uh, you know, we got to take uh, solace in the fact that, you know, uh, Calgary did it they, when they they beat us both times, but they beat us the same way. It's that last-second field goal. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, we, I think we played a hell of a game. Defense stepped up and, and, and really kept us in it all, all the game. Um, I think bad on the coaches for for not letting Matthews uh, challenge challenge the the uh, the Calgary defense a little bit more and air it out. Uh, Who's your yeah. uh, player of the game, Brad? Oh, it's got to be B Hall for sure. Yeah, he was great tonight. Thanks for the call. You know, he, he always is. He's always up. You know, Simone a uh, close second, but definitely B Hall tonight. Good stuff. Thanks, Brad. Milsey's on the line. Milsey, hello. Well, how are you? Well, you know. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know. My voice is sore. I think I, I was a little disappointed in the play calling. I think a lot of people hit on everything I wanted to say. I thought the play calling, some of the decisions, that they were wrong. Uh, we got a couple bad breaks. Like you said, April should have had that. That could have uh, been a difference maker and built some confidence. I thought our defense, for the most part, played well. I think we took a lot of bad penalties and I I don't know I think I don't think we took advantage of uh, the wind in the first and the third quarter um, I don't want to get on Matthews back I, I've heard some people uh, saying that uh, Matthews isn't going to take us to the promised land and that I'm, I'm looking at the remaining games as uh, something where one way or the other we're going to get into the playoffs mm-hmm. and these games are more, in my opinion, meant to prepare for the playoffs, um, get the uh, coaching staff and the quarterback and the new uh, halfback all on the same page, right. get a couple more guys back off the uh, sidelines. I, I think we're going to be all right, and uh, I think Matthews is going to surprise people come playoff time. I really do. Good stuff. Who's your player of the game? I have to go along with everyone else, and I hate doing that, but I think it's all. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Milsey. Take care. You too.
Still a lot of calls coming in, emailers, tweets. Mitch, Chris, Rick, stay on the line. We'll get to you. We'll get to our tweeters and emailers as well. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. 23-20 the final. Calgary winning on a last-second Rene Paradis field goal from 36 yards out for the second time this year. They did it again in uh, week number one. The Stampeders beating the Cats on a last-second trifecta. Rick Samprin here, Will Erskine in the CHML production chair. And, uh, well, for Ticats fans, another aggravating loss against the defending champs. Eight straight losses now against Calgary. Hamilton has lost 12 of their last 13 against the Stamps. They've also lost three of their last four at Tim Hortons Field. A Terry on email, I think uh, to get Glenn from the Riders would be too expensive. I think we should do what we can in 2015 and regroup in 2016. Arlene emails, ditto, let's try to get Glenn. Even if we were able to get to the Grey Cup with Matthews, I don't feel he has what it takes to get a win. This team has worked too hard to not have a fair shake at the Cup. Back to the phone lines at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Mitch is on the line. Good evening, Mitch. Yep. Hello, Mitch. Go ahead. How you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Mitch from Stony Creek, uh, yeah. the biggest Argo fan on the planet. Uh, your season is over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, regroup and uh, win it next year in Toronto. Who's your player of the game tonight, Mitch? No, oh, Mitch doesn't even have a player of the game. I had my, I had my finger on the sensor button as well. <laughs> Whenever you hear from an Argos fan, you reach for that sensor button. Is the season is Mitch right? Is the season over for the Tie Cats? And how would you rate Chris uh, Matthews or Jeff Matthews' uh, performance tonight in his first CFL start? Chris is on the line. Hello, Chris. Hi. How are you? Good. You? Good. Listen, uh, just a few quick comments. Uh, this uh, Jeff Matthews is a is a young kid. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of potential. He's going to be a great quarterback in the CFL. But unfortunately, he's not going to get us where we want to go this year. So. It comes down to this, and I've been a season ticket holder for more years than I want to count. And uh, I think that tonight we were badly coached. I don't want to criticize Ken. He's a good guy. But honestly, they badly, horribly mismanaged the last three minutes. There was mm-hmm. no reason we had to lose the game. And my final comment is the worst play I've seen in many years, Rick, when they were on second and six. And they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They lost it down. And as far as I'm concerned, the game went down the drain right there. And that's poor coaching. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I feel really disappointed because, you know, it was a game we could have won despite making a lot of errors. And it can't be put on Jeff Matthews. He's just thrown into the, the grist mill with only a half game start behind him. And look at that kid's got a tremendous arm, and he's got a tremendous future. But is he going to be able to take us through the next five games and into the Great Cup with no experience behind him? I don't think so. We need to get another – got to get a quarterback from somewhere else in the league that's second string but with experience. A lot of people are saying Kevin Glenn is the answer. Do you believe that? Uh, Rick, you know what? Kevin Glenn, he's got the experience, and, you know, he's got a lot of talent. And, he, and, and it comes down to this. If we have any chance at all, Rick, honestly – we have to get an experience. And he may, if he's the only guy we can get, let's get him. Because we got a tremendous defense. The previous caller stated he was absolutely correct. It would be a shame not to get in the Great Cup this year with the team we have. We just need to get the quarterback. Yeah. Who's your player of the game? I go with the guy. I go with the Hamilton defense, but I go with everybody else on that. The hall. He was. He was. He was fantastic. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Chris. Thanks, Rick, and uh, good luck to you. All right. Have a good one. Judy is on the line as well. Hello, Judy. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? Well, not so good. <laughs> um, I, I think that John Cornish is the player of the game, and I think that he took the game away from us and we let him. We didn't have men on him for how many times did he run with that ball, and we didn't have someone sitting on him to stop him right away. And if that might have happened at the beginning of the game, they wouldn't have gained so much yardage all the way down the field and back. And it wasn't the end of the game that lost. It was the beginning of the game that we lost by not watching John Cornish. John Cornish. He had some really critical runs. He ran the ball 14 times for 90 yards. He had 
a, a game high, uh, seven catches for 64 yards, 154 total yards. He was a monster out there. Well, isn't that... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. That's, it's ridiculous that we let him do that. And, I mean, as far as people saying, let's forget about 2015 and regroup in 2016, <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, I don't buy we that. Had, we had such a great team. We still have a great team. Yeah. What happened to them tonight? I mean... Jeff Matthews, uh, I don't think he was that great, but mm-hmm. neither was anybody else. Yeah, the offense was uh, meh. It was very average. Not uh, not good enough to win tonight, that's for sure. No, after that wonderful game that Zach Kolaris had, and our team played right along with him, and what on earth ever happened tonight? Was it poor coaching, or was it just sloppy players? And remember, Calgary had the same wind that we had. Exactly. I, yeah, I know. I know. Fans have brought up. Yeah, the 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 um, weather conditions. But yeah, two teams played in the same weather. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So we have to do something really quick and get back our momentum. I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe quarterback. Maybe uh, I don't know. It's it's just a shame if we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Hamilton has an opportunity next uh, Friday, one week from tonight, when they host uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Judy, thanks for the call. All right, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Jeff is on the line. Good evening, Jeff. Hi, how are you? Hey, Jeff, good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to start with a couple things. I, I you know, I, I think that uh, the defense played pretty good. Yep. Um, I think that uh, we had a hard time handling Cornish, uh, like most teams do. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to some calls about weather conditions and all that stuff, like you said, two teams are playing in the same condition. Um, you know, it wasn't raining. We turned over the ball uh, four or five times, fumbles, things like that. So, <laughs> um, you know, so I, I think that I think that Matthews, you know, we, 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 we complain all year about, you know, throwing the ball with Zach all year long, not running the ball. We don't have a chance with Holly, you know, running the ball. You know, so, you know, giving Ford some, some touches, you know, mixed it, mixed it up with the offense and stuff, but we didn't take any chances downfield. Um, you know, and I, 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 it's disappointing. I, 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 like we talked about getting Drew Tate from Calgary, they're not going to give him up. No. And and then you know, and then we talk about Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Glenn would be a good fit. We need, I think, need a veteran quarterback. Got all the power in the world with with the receivers. You know, probably got the best receiving core in in the CFL. You know, but we got to get those guys the ball. And and I think what I saw tonight, Matthews had a hard time doing that and getting the ball out on time so um hopefully we can <laughs> turn it around after tonight and uh head in the right direction and uh you know you know bring a great cup to uh to hamilton because i think we deserve it after all the years we've been waiting two two tough uh two tough years there the last two and you know hope the best for them jeff uh, all good points who's your player of the game tonight i gotta go with everybody else i guess we'll go with hall Okay, yeah, it's a strong game. Thanks for the call. Okay, thanks. All right, one more break here on the fifth quarter. When we come back, Alex is on the line. Uh, some finishing tweets and emails as well. You're listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Calgary beating the Tiger Cats 23-20 in a last-second field goal by Rene Paradis. And uh, the Tiger Cats and Ottawa still remain tied for top spot in the East Division. Rick Samprin here. It's the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Alex is on the line. Alex, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Actually, uh, I just hate seeing the Ticats always missing on these opportunities because last week Mike O'Reilly had one of his worst games, and we still gave the game away again today, too, with the Austin's management. In the beginning of the game, that April guy, he drops a pass. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a rookie guy. These guys got to make the plays to help this guy out. I don't think he played that bad. He is a rookie, you know, and he did, you know, instead of throwing interceptions, he did get sacked or he slid. But I just think it was the, you know, they had two weeks off, and I'm thinking, what's their man, I mean, what type of a game plan they had? Like Cornish, I could see the ball going to him all the time, and they're like a couple yards off the off the line. They, they should have someone spying on him, too. That's their big guy. I just yeah. don't understand sometimes Austin's uh, coaching, and at the end, of, too, that uh, time count violation. Like, who is going on here? Like, you could just see them finding a way to lose. Like, it's just uh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, player of the game? Well, I have to go with Brian Hall, but uh, if 
But I'm glad we didn't trade for Glenn yet because he helped us beat Montreal. So as long, you know, <laughs> I think you have to wait till you trade for him because I'd still give him a chance. And but you don't want to get too far down. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Thanks for the call, Alex. Got to run here. All right. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. One more break and some final thoughts. Uh, This is Hamilton's News Talk Leader, AM 900 CHML. 23-20, Stamps beat the Tiger Cats on a 36-yard field goal by Rene Paradis as time expired on a windy and chilly night at Tim Horton's Field. Tiger Cats fall to 8-5, tied with Ottawa for first in the East. Toronto 7-5, Montreal 5-8 out West. The Stamps clinch a playoff spot, eleven and three tops in the CFL. Edmonton at nine and four, BC at four and eight, Winnipeg four and nine, Saskatchewan two and eleven. The Rough Riders will be at Tim Hortons Field one week from tonight, and they take on the Ticats. Kickoff is at seven thirty. Tweet from Scott at Rick Samprin: Inconsistent offense, lack of holding on to the ball, no pass rush. Player of the game: Michael Ford. Hashtag fifth quarter and Bruce. On Twitter as well. I thought we had this one. Close game. I will never give up on this team and still bleed black and gold. Hashtag Oski Wee Wee. Hashtag Bruce 13th Man. Man, if you're a Ticats fan, you do not want to play the Calgary Stampeders in the Grey Cup. They've lost eight in a row, 12 of the last 13 against the Stamps. Man alive. This is the last team that I think Hamilton wants to play against. Two losses this year to the Stamps on last-second field goals. Not even last second. There was no time left. My impression of Jeff Matthews in his first CFL start, this is a big-time work in progress. Does he have talent? Yes. Does he know the playbook? Yes. Can he execute on the field? Ah, Sometimes. I don't think they gave him enough Tonight, they didn't challenge the Calgary defense enough tonight for us to give a or get a true indication of what he is going to be all about. We will see when the Cats host the Rough Riders one week from this evening. Fifth quarter fan of the night is Tim. Thanks to all the calls tonight, our player of the game is Brian Hall. Thanks for listening to the fifth quarter. For producer Will Erskine, I'm Rick Samprin. You've been listening to AM 900 CHML.